Hey everyone, I'm Ashes. And I'm Will. And, and this, this is, is Ashes, Ashes and Will Do Disney. Each week, one of us will tell the other the history, facts, and stories behind the rides and attractions of Disney that have made special memories for generations. Keep in mind that Ashes and Will Do Disney is not affiliated with or employed by the Walt Disney Company, and our views and opinions do not reflect theirs. Now it's time to sit back, relax, and put on your ears, because it's time for Ashes and Will Do Disney. Hello, everybody. Back again for another mini episode this week. Hope you all enjoyed your past week. Hope you enjoyed the episode with Ashes Back, where we got to talk about our trips to Disneyland and the pros and cons of paying for Genie Plus versus using the complimentary version. If you haven't listened to that yet, definitely go check it out. Definitely good for some vacation planning tips. And we actually had some wild weather going on here this week. While one day we had a sunny 80 degrees, the next day we were on a winter storm warning and got about 7 inches of snow in our neck of the woods. But it wasn't for nothing because we couldn't go do our outdoor projects that are heavy on our list right now. So we took advantage of that and watched the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, which was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. And I didn't expect it to be bad by any means. I thought it looked pretty decent from the previews that I had seen. But it's basically a modern day Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Lots of cameos from non-Disney characters. Definitely recommend checking that out if you have not already. And for this week's mini episode, I actually wanted to start with a cast member spotlight. And this is some information from the book One Day at Disney which is a really neat book because it kind of gives you a little bit behind the scenes of the cast members that do everything in the parks to make it essentially magical for the guests, all the things we don't get to see and all the work that goes into creating the experience. And that spotlight is going to be on Lupe de Santiago, and she is the costume lead for the animatronics in the parks. And dressing an animatronic isn't easy because you can't tell them how to stand or pose to put their clothes on, so everything has to go on with Velcro, which has to be hidden to keep with Walt's ideals of hiding the modern-day technology to make guests feel like they're actually on a trip to the past or on a trip out of reality. Now, while all the costumes in Pirates of the Caribbean and Rides Like It's a Small World and Splash Mountain look identical to the originals when the park opened, they're not because costumes on animatronics actually wear out pretty fast since they're constantly moving on the animatronic characters. They have to be replaced every four to six months. The more they move, the sooner their costumes have to be replaced. As a result, even when Lupe goes to the park as a guest, she can't just enjoy it. She is always riding the rides, examining the costumes to make sure that they are up to expectations. But speaking of pirates, that leads us to our main topic for today's mini-episode. In 2017, the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction made a change that would have fans divided. Surprise, surprise, the fans of Disney didn't like an attraction changing. But there were people equally as vocal that the change was for the better. I'm speaking, of course, about the Redhead, also known as the Redheaded Wench. 
She's no longer a wench, however, but a pirate captain in her own right. So let's talk about her backstory and how this woman, now known as Red, became a pirate. When the ride first opened, Red was simply known as the Redhead. She lived in Puerto Dorado, where she was kidnapped and placed in the Take a Wench for a Bride auction. During the auction, the auctioneer is trying to sell the other women in the lineup, but no one is placing any bids on them, proclaiming, We want the Redhead. The auctioneer refuses to put her up for auction at that point and reprimands her for being so flirtatious with the pirates. While there are complaints of changing Red to a pirate, it was actually implied in the beginning of the ride that she does end up living a life of luxury as a pirate. The start of the ride takes place in modern day and all the pirates featured are not living. There is a portrait titled, Of Things to Come, that shows her enjoying the life of a pirate. In 2017, the auction scene was removed to essentially atone for years of making a lighthearted situation of human trafficking among other social issues. The original Redhead animatronic is now in the Walt Disney Archives. The current iteration of Red as a pirate looks to be inspired by real-life pirate Anne Bonny. Anne Bonny was also known as the Pirate Queen of the Caribbean. The original concept of the Redhead, designed by Mark Davis, was actually inspired by artwork of Anne Bonny. So, the new incarnation actually does keep with the theme of the original Redhead, just updated to be more like Anne Bonny. Now, Anne Bonny was an Irish-American Redhead born into a wealthy but cruel family. Bonny left her family with the intention of marrying a pirate. This pirate turned on her and tried to sell her as a bride to other pirates. Sounds a little bit familiar with that original scene there. However, she escaped with the help of her friend Pierre, and she disguised herself as a man and joined the crew on a ship called the William under Calico Jack Rackham. She ended up being Rackham's lover and rose to the rank of captain of the William under Rackham's command. So you can see some of the similarities. They've even used some of those things in the movies of female pirates disguising themselves as men. We see that mainly in Pirates 4, where... Penelope Cruz disguises herself as Jack Sparrow. So a lot of these themes we see actually were based on historical events, but keeping in mind loosely based on historical events. Red has different iterations at the different parks. At Disneyland, Red is one of the pirates enforcing the auction scene, which is no longer selling women, but rather goods stolen from the citizens of Puerto Dorado. The auctioneer is trying to sell off stolen hens, but no one wants them, and Red interrupts the auctioneer to tell him that they want the rum. At Disneyland Paris, Red is overlooking the auction, but she is silent and holding her rifle, but she does not use it. In Tokyo, however, the original scene of the wench auction is still in effect. Red can also be met at the parks as a character in New Orleans Square. So, pretty brief history on how we changed the auction scene in Pirates of the Caribbean. And, which I also want to bring up the fact that I only say Caribbean when talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Any other time I call it the Caribbean, just Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't have the same ring to it. Little side note there. Personally, I don't think that the change was bad. You know, we can complain that 
it's history. We changed history, but at the same time, this is just an entertainment park. I don't really ride pirates for the historical aspect of it. I ride it more for the Walt aspect of it, of feeling like I got transported somewhere else. Very short episode this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the little backstory of Red the Pirate. I did see her at New Orleans Square. Character meet and greets weren't quite back then, back yet when I went. So she is standing on the stairs to Pirates, which is currently closed. But she was standing on the stairs. There's a rope. You can take pictures of her. I'm actually going to post a picture on the Facebook page to promote this episode. And it rotates out between her and Jack Sparrow. So that's where you can still get your little bit of Pirates fix. Thanks again for listening. Looking forward to getting back into the full swing as always, and we'll see you real soon. That's it for this week's episode of Ashes and Will Do Disney. Don't forget we need your mouse tails. If you have a funny, weird, exciting, or just a favorite Disney memory, send it to Disney at gmail.com so we can read them on the show. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ashes and Will Do Disney. This is a public group to follow. We're also on YouTube at Ashes and Will Do Disney. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.